Ready Check Radio. Stand by as we get ready to serve up all your news this week in the world of gaming. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. Hello, Internet, and welcome to Gaming Gumbo. It's Saturday, it's 7 p.m. Eastern. That means it's time for a helping of Gaming Gumbo from Ready Check Radio, your weekly gaming wrap-up show. We've got chat here live Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern. If you're watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, head on over to that website right there, readycheckradio.com, R-A-I-D-E-O. In the upper right-hand corner, you've got all the socials, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all of it. Give it a click, give it a like, give it a follow, turn on those notifications, tell your friends if you like what we do here on all of our shows. Well, I mean, we're only going to do it if people watch. So I guess tell your friends it's the easiest way to support us. We've got news this week. We've got a uh, mini-review, which we'll get to in a little bit. Joining me to go over it, Mr. Jason Winter, who just disappeared. Uh, J- oh, sorry, I, I, was, I, was in my, I was in my trench. You were in your trench. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why you gotta be here for pre-show, ladies and gentlemen, to get the trench joke. Jason, what are you doing this week? Uh, everything, uh, everything going good? You know, uh, yeah. I mean, there's like, yeah. Yeah. All right. Also on the line, resident ready check artist, Yod. What's up, sir? Oh, you know, the usual, trying to figure out games, trying to understand games. You know, there's a lot of lot of people doing that. A lot of companies <laughs> doing that, too. A lot of companies <laughs> just trying to figure out games mm-hmm. here. And, uh, mm-hmm. again, we'll give you a, a quick you know, two-minute update on Activision Blizzard since we don't cover it anywhere else. Apparently, Saudi Arabia... Uh, foreign wealth funds have increased their holding in Activision Blizzards. They bought into the dip, Jason. Imagine that. Imagine mm. that. Uh, mm. Increased their shares by 13.3% to 37.9 million shares. Bought into the dip. So, hmm, I'm sure that, uh, that uh, you know, that's appropriate. Uh, and then on the other side of things, you know, Blizzard, Activision Blizzard recruiters, they're finding it a little challenging to recruit employees. Imagine, oh. imagine that. Well, if, you know, I mean, you know whose fault that is, though? Well, the fans, it's funny that you say that because fault. the Activision Blizzard <laughs> no. recruiters do have yeah. an idea of who should be blamed. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's uh, Activision Blizzard's employees. Oh, of course. Yeah, it's their fault. Of course, of course, of course. <sighs> Activision Blizzard employees who have been pushing for change uh, and uh, the Activision Blizzard recruiters telling the Activision Blizzard employees who have been pushing for change that they freak candidates out. And the recruiters then urge the employees to share what we're doing as a company to eliminate the toxic behavior and say that they've made strides to head this off, even though employees don't feel that that is the case yet. So when we talked about digging holes earlier, I, I feel like we're still talking <laughs> about digging holes. <laughs> well, you know, the the person Jessica who shared this, she she did what they said. She she did actually share what we were doing as a company. Right. And well, here it is. Yeah. The worst part of it is the little winky smiley face that they give for it. 
<laughs> after, yeah. after, after yeah. some of the articles you're showing freak candidates out they get a little smiley face like hey jessica hey, i'm on the front line as a recruiter some of the articles that you are sharing freak candidates out winky smiley tongue sticking out face can you please share what we're doing as a company to eliminate such toxic behavior abk has made many strides to head this off your updates don't seem to address this right. so a Heading something off is not what you do after you've had two lawsuits filed against you. No, <laughs> right. no, that is not. That, right. That's responding. A little late. And B, oh. you're not really addressing it. You're not, you're not doing shit. So, yeah. I wonder if the recruiters had the gall to send also send emails to the executives or to leadership position or to HR positions that were you know, found to be hiding or in, in, engaging this behavior, turning around and saying things like, hey, could you stop touching people? You're making it hard to recruit. No, it's not their no. fault. It's totally not their fault. They're, they're it's fine. Jessica's fault. It's entirely Jessica's fault. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah. I don't want to spend any more time on it, but there's your update. Yeah, let, if Moving we do on. It, we need another drink. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Hey, do you remember Sony's Wild? Because honestly, no. I didn't. I actually did not. No, uh, not at all. <laughs> yeah. It's sad because I looked at the description of it and it looked kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this if you do this. remember this, great. You're you're in the, the minority, I would assume here. But this was Michael Ansel's uh, open world game that was announced back in like 2014. So if you're keeping score, yeah, if you're keeping Holy score, crud. that is Anybody remember that far back? seven years ago. I don't know. <laughs> right. That's got to be like 30, 40 years ago, right? 2014 at this point. Well, Jeff Grubb uh, claiming on a Giant Bomb video uh, this week that Michael Ansel, uh, that title, Wild, is done. He says, I can confirm that game is fully done. There is no Wild anymore. Wild is dead. I think Michael Ansel abandoned the project. He's not working on it anymore. The project got shut down. The team that was working on it was looking to maybe try to stay together and work on other projects. I don't know what happened with that, but they were like, we're not working on Wild anymore, but we do have a lot of talent here, so maybe we can work on some stuff. Now, remember, I, I do remember this only because of a, another project that uh, Michael Ansel is involved in. That he kind of retired from the gaming industry late last year. Now, I do remember that much. I, I didn't know about Wild. Uh, Jason, did your camera like all of a sudden fall? I mean, I've been trying to mess with it. I didn't play my view, so I've just been yeah, whatever. <laughs> Fine. Trying Fine. to fix it. Yeah. But yeah, so but apparently Wild no longer in production. More concerning to me was he was involved in Beyond Good and Evil 2. That's how the only thing I really knew his name from at all. And that is supposedly still officially in production at Ubisoft. However, you know, the website hasn't received updates in, in forever. So. But yeah, I mean, if you were looking forward to Wild and you remembered what the hell Wild was, it's uh, something you can stop looking forward to now. And I'm sad. I was fine. Yeah, until I'm sad I, too. I didn't know this existed. I, I, I watched the little video and it's like, that's pretty dang cool. I want to play that now. Nope. Yeah, you read it there and it says that the demo showed a prehistoric procedurally generated world which players would control a human shaman who can inhabit and control animals in order to fight other tribes and solve puzzles. That's really freaking cool. That sounds neat. And that video looked mm -hmm. cool too. So There are very few things that Jason has ever read the game description <laughs> of and ended with. That sounds pretty cool. 
Like the, the <laughs> list of things he has read the description for and come to that conclusion is, is like that long. And apparently Wild is on it. <laughs> I hate you now, Mike. <laughs> Normally he reads descriptions and he's like, yeah, okay, okay. Whatever, could we not stupid. could we not put Tetris in the <laughs> game description Blue here? River. <laughs> There's a throwback to it. Actually, they, I, I looked at their Steam page a little while ago and they've taken that out of the description. Oh, have they really? <laughs> I think so, yeah. So now Jason's mad at me because here's exactly Mad Martha. Here's a cool thing you can't have anymore. Yeah, mm -hmm. it is not there. Anyway. Exactly. Uh, seven years is a long time. Long time. In fact, that's a console generation. <laughs> so yeah, well, they, yeah, because they're showing it for PS4, right? Yeah. But 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 is it though? Because you know you got that pirate thing going on at Ubisoft. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true too. Oh, did you see that they're like the Ubisoft on that topic? Uh, the govern or the government of Singapore is threatening to go after them. Oh, for treatment really? of their employees and stuff. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's happening now too. Oh, and by the way, we'd mentioned the Blizzard stuff. I should mention also that the same department in California that's going after Activision Blizzard this week has announced mm -hmm. that they feel that Riot Games is kind of stonewalling them for a very similar investigation. I'm sure nobody is surprised that that was going on with Riot. That's kind of been an evolving story for two years, but it's all very he said, they said, we said right now on their stonewalling and not getting in communication with people the way they should, letting them talk to us as the government, Riot saying, oh, no, 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 it's just people that haven't worked here for a while that we're having a hard time communicating with and, and letting them know that it's so, yeah. Uh, right. The DFEH going after quite a few people, quite a few okay, people. Okay, then. Yeah, yeah. Toxicity from people who do league. Yeah, imagine that. Imagine mm -hmm. that. Shocked face. Yes, yes. So Wild is no longer a thing at all. Oh, but this next shame. game is a thing, and I know Yod in particular, one that you're waiting for, Halo Infinite. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Well, I got some bad news for you, friendo. Some longtime staple features aren't going to make launch. Now, that doesn't mean they won't be in the game at all, but they won't so be annoying. in there at launch. And those include the campaign co-op ability or the forge. Both of those will not be in no. Halo Infinite at launch. I'm, I'm not too clear on what the Forge is. I, I couldn't quite dig up what that was. Oh, you're not? Uh, I thought I thought you would know this. No, I, no. I, I just Google searched him, man. I had no idea what it was either. I did research. Uh-oh. You did research. So, Damn, so lay it on me. What is the Forge? Forge is a game mode originally released in Halo 3 designed to allow players to customize, save, and share maps for custom games. So I'm guessing ah. it's basically a map maker, map, map editor. Am I right? I see. Okay. Okay. That's that's. Yeah, that's kind of a integral part then, because yeah. I, I didn't know it was called the Forge. I, yeah. Now we wrote I this up on MMOBomb.com because there is a free-to-play element in Halo Infinite, so you can right. find the entire article on MMOBomb.com covering both this, but also more because this was this was part of like a half-hour dev reveal video they did not reveal any gameplay and they call that out right at the top of the video that you know we're not going to show new gameplay or anything we're just going to talk about development uh but it kind of came down to jason hey if we want to include campaign co-op and the forge at launch we're probably going to have to delay the game again uh i don't know if this is the right decision though like i 
I, I'm not yeah. I'm not invested enough with Halo myself. It's one that I like's on my periphery. I've played occasionally. I don't know the whole lore. I have not played all the games from beginning to end type deal. How big a deal is campaign co-op and the forge? Like chat, let us know if you're a Halo fan. Would it have been better as a Halo fan to have the game delayed and get these in there at launch, you know, maybe March of next year instead of holiday? Or are you okay with, hey, give me my single-player campaign and some uh, multiplayer stuff and add those things later? This is starting to feel like, uh, like an early access game. It really right. is. Like, it really it's been is. Delayed exactly. a couple, it's been delayed a few times. It's going to launch without all its full features. It's, uh, right. Like, right. It feels like yeah. they're, they're beta testing people with, with you know, not beta the tests; they just release. aren't done. No, because that's going on right now too. By the way. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, the, the current lab. round I'm is sure. done, but there's going to be another round here coming up. I'm sure there's supposed there's going to be balance issues and things like that that they'll need to figure out after you know the first year of it play being played. Hmm. And the uh, the article that you, you had on the show notes kind of made it sound like they were going for a almost live service ish to it where it's like well we'll give you this stuff a little at a time throughout the year in a season per thing type of issue kind of like destiny has well they're doing seasons with the multiplayer and battle pass and everything so i mean that would right. kind of make sense. i mean with the single player stuff already you know the the uh, story mode and stuff like that i i don't know because one of the cool things about it is you know playing with your friends and starting the campaign with a friend and, and going through the campaign with your friend and if if it's just gonna come later on then you might as well buy the game later on yeah i mean know? this one this one mm. i mean remember well, it was supposed to be a launch title right it was and, supposed and to I be mean, a launch title it, right and now i just think they're that, so desperate to make it yeah. in 2021 mm -hmm. that but, i don't know but that was the that's the other thing is it was supposed to be a launch title, and at this point, you might as well just keep working on it until it's done and then release it, rather than trying to piecemeal it to people. Unless they're running out of money. Yeah, Unless running out of money, running out, running out of, out of really patience. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then that's another issue in and in and of itself. Yeah. <laughs> When you're a year late on a big AAA title with a huge name behind it. Yeah. Money, yeah, and so, Ninja, yeah. you're right. The co-op will come out with the second season of the multi-pass. That'll probably be the case. Because, uh, you know, yeah, on which, launch day, you'll have the single player, the multiplayer, in the first season. And they've said these things, you know, the, the mm -hmm. Forge and everything will come in in future seasons. So, that, like I, I said right off the top, that doesn't mean they're never going to be in there. But right, don't expect the, to be playing forge. them when you buy it. That's all. The Forge, sure, you, you know, that that's something you start playing with after you've beaten the game and stuff, so that coming in later is fine. But to be able to start the game with your friends, play together, because, I mean, like not to keep equating it, but the, back in the day when I was doing Destiny a lot and it was the expansions and we had a group going, that's kind of what we did was on launch day we got together as a fire team and we all started at the same time. So, let me know, ask you now, Yod, do you, but, still, do you still have friends? <laughs> so here's kind I of do? my question, though, not being, you know, balls deep in the Halo universe. Uh, is is it about that for Halo players, or is it more about booting that son of a bee up on day one and <laughs> hopping into the multiplayer and gunning your friends down or queuing up with a squad of your friends and, and taking teams on? Because I feel like that's probably the more important, you know, 
obviously has I to mean, be there at launch than co-op campaigning. Yeah, that's nice, but it is a very different game from Destiny where the does, multiplayer is, I think, the far more important element. I think it depends on the type of player you are because there are people that, like myself, who are not primarily a PvP type of person. I mean, in in once again, equating to Destiny, after you get everything else done, then you go school around in PvP. But, you know, you, you want to get the other stuff done and experience it with your friends a lot of times. If you're a PvE-type person, which there is a obviously a section of gamers that are like that. And, you know, like with all games, such right. as Final Fantasy XIV, which technically has a PvP. It does? <laughs> I've heard that. Yes. News to me. Never heard of it. <laughs> Never heard of it. I don't know. Let us know in the comments if you're a Halo fan. Is this a big deal? The these two things being delayed, the the Forge and the the co-op campaign. Let us know in the comments below why if it is a big deal. I do want to say this makes me very happy, gentlemen. And I may be a part of a smaller audience for this one. I, I don't know how you feel about it. Uh, but Mist, yes, Mist, M-Y-S-T, uh, is getting a remake, and that is coming out in five days on the PC, Mac, uh, Oculus, and Xbox Game Pass. Originally, it was going to be a VR thing only, but now it's going to be on those additional platforms. I will, of course, be playing this on the Xbox Game Pass. Uh, I like puzzle games and, and stuff like that in general. There's also a huge soft spot in my heart for Myst and Riven in particular uh, as part of this series. Games my dad and I, I mean, I can't tell you the amount of time my dad and I spent in Myst on the PlayStation 1. That's where we played it the, the first time was the PlayStation 1. And just that was probably one of the first games that, you know, Resident Evil was good and Zelda obviously great and Mario, but Myst was just kind of like, this was open world like I had never seen at that time. It, we hadn't we hadn't gotten to Grand Theft Auto Three and stuff like that yet. It just that wasn't a thing. And this was truly, hey, here you go, walk, you know, <laughs> right? Go uh, where? Um, which way you want to go? That way? Okay, go that way. Yeah, go that way. Uh, now, obviously, for those of us that have played the game before, you know, some of the more obscure puzzles might be a little easier, but there are optional modes to randomize the game's puzzles to kind of change it up for those of us that have played it before. So I am very, very much That's looking forward cool. to this. I don't know if either of you, are you Mist Riven fans or, or you don't care? I've played Mist before. Yeah. Um, the, the wife really likes Mist. Uh, we were actually at Micro Center earlier today and they had a big old display for the Oculus with Mist. And stuff like that, and I think I mean I, I know how how what Jason thinks about VR games, but in the case of Mist, how it plays and the first person view with how how it's set up, I think actually lends very well to a VR setup. I'd agree. I'd agree. And the redone graphics and stuff are beautiful. Yeah, I have an so. Oculus Quest too. I don't know, like I, if I want to stream this, I'll just play it on Game Pass. Uh, but and I won't have to pay for it, right? Because it's Game Pass. <laughs> right. But I don't know. I'm very tempted, Jason. I know, like Yod said, you and VR. I am very tempted to pick this one up on the Quest Two. I don't know if I will. I 
don't know if I will, but I am tempted to for exactly the reasons Yod just pointed out. It does seem like it would be really amazing in, in VR, and I'm not I'm not going to buy a free or four hundred dollar whatever VR headset just to play this, but it is on my wish list now on Steam. Oh, because did you ever play the them back in the day? So when I was in college, I'm ninety three, ninety four, something like that. I went over to my sister's house and played it on her Mac for like an hour. And thought it was really cool, but didn't get that far because it was only like an hour. And yeah. right. I've always said, I'll, I'll get back to it someday. So now maybe maybe 28 years later, I finally will. <laughs> Today is that the was, day, kids. It, <laughs> that was kind of what happened with me, too. I got to play it a little bit, and it was a lot of fun. But I had other things I had to go do, and then it kind of went off. <laughs> so yeah, I, I had other things I had to do for 28 years. Yeah, yeah. So right. you were a little tied up. <laughs> Three almost three decades of tied up. Yep. It is. Yeah, I'm. I'm curious how it holds up, really, because to be honest, I haven't played it in forever at this point, and it's been re-released here and there a couple of different times. Not a remake like this, but just re-releases of the originals. And uh, yeah, I never really was like, oh, I'm gonna pick it up and try it again. This I do want to because it is all remade and, and stuff like that. It's all purdy uh, again. Very purdy. But uh, yeah. Uh, I can't very, wait. Very I can't wait. It just, I'm looking at it. I thought of my dad. Uh, he's been gone for a while now and yeah, I couldn't help but smile and just be like, yeah, this is, this is cool. Uh, very, it earned, it earned its stripes as a classic. Yeah. If you've mm-hmm. never played Definitely. it and you even remotely like puzzle games or lateral thinking games or games that are not, and I mean, not at all going to hold your hand. Um, the wit- yeah, kinda, the witness uh, is there. one of the more recent games that I kind of put in the mists category. So if you played the witness and you liked that, this is kind of the forebears of those styles of games. Go check it out. Twenty six. You know, speaking of it being speaking of it being a classic, I'm trying to see if this is in the video game hall of fame that we've talked about. Mist. I would imagine it's yeah. got to be right. You would think. It's got to be. Search. I did search for it, and I didn't find it on their site. I'm trying to see if there's like just a list of games. I see inductees. Oh wow! Uh, Holdover finalists. The, it, they were in the class of 2019. As the a inductee, yeah, the inductee, in. No, yeah. they're in. They're in. Uh, the sure. inductees well, in 2020 or in 2019 are. Oh no, it didn't. Are marked yeah. in yeah. bold below. Uh, there were three holdover finalists from 2017: Microsoft Solitaire, Mortal Kombat, and Mist. Microsoft Solitaire was inducted that year in 2019, being a holdover from 2017. Mortal Kombat was also a holdover from 2017, inducted into 2019's class. Mist was not inducted. Oh. It was held over oh. from 2017 to 2019, and then did not get inducted in 2019 either. Oh. It's a shame. You tend to find that old games suffer with bad UI. Cool. There's no UI. Go play it. Exactly. <laughs> That's why it led there is so no well UI. to something Oculus Rift <laughs> in VR setup. The, the camera there is sh- no UI at all. Yeah. The camera shots you're seeing here in the trailer, that is your character's point of view. There's They're not taking away the HUD or anything. There is no oh, HUD. Right. There is no HUD. Right. Uh, but it makes me happy. Uh, so we'll see. QuakeCon was, uh, well, actually, God. technically still going on, I guess, wrapping up today. I think so, yeah. Wrapping up today, day three. Of I used to Quake go to that Con. every year because it was right in Dallas. 
Yep. Yeah. Now Mad Martha can see why that would work well with VR. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You used to go, Jason. Obviously, I mean, you didn't. You're not there now yeah. anymore. Uh, the bigger news from QuakeCon so far is obviously Quake. Now, a lot of people kind of thought that something was coming along these lines with some updates being made to files on different locations and things like that. But we are now officially getting a, well, we officially have, I should say, uh, a new version of the original, the original dark fantasy first-person shooter. This authentic, updated, and visually enhanced version of the original is now available on the Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Xbox Game Pass, and PC with crossplay, free mods, missions, and more. And on the Switch, I believe it was 25 bucks, or was it $10? Uh, I'm, there's yeah, something else I'm going to talk about that I that I think I might be confusing. And I think it might be uh, 10 bucks. Give me a second. Quake for Nintendo Switch. Oh, for God's sakes, my birthday. <laughs> it is, yeah, 10 bucks. So you can go buy it digitally on the Switch for 10 bucks. With crossplay. With crossplay, mods, and everything. I sent this to the, the guys earlier this week, and Yod was like, look at them graphics. <laughs> you know, you know. that's what I was going to say. Like, this, is, this is the big news coming out of QuakeCon. I'm like, is right. it really? Is Quake really big hey, news still? It, it looked, did you it, see the me, rest of the stuff that came out of QuakeCon? Well, compared to the other thing we're going to talk yeah. about, which is which is going to sell 80, 83 times more copies than this. Right. It definitely is, and it's sad. So it makes like, me sad. Like to, to me, the the um, update, upgraded, next-gen next upgrade coming soon, okay, of Quake, uh, it looks like they took the textures and put them up a little higher in resolution and that's about it <laughs> what'd you expect yeah. them to do i mean that's literally I, I exactly know. what they did R round <laughs> off some edges I oh you changed, don't nah, add a forget few frames that. here and there the animation it's so like... the, the the rotating barrel <laughs> rotates and stuff just kind of blinks in and out of existence like, like we talked about that lineage 2 aiden thing from yeah, that yeah, they're yeah. doing there and how, yeah, it's neat, but the game is 17 years old and it just looks like lineage and it's not going to appeal to anybody else besides old lineage fans. That's what Quake yeah, is. Yeah. Okay. Most right. people have moved on, probably. Yeah. It, was a, it was a classic. It was a big thing. It was like basically the first eSport, but... Yeah, yeah. I do I think know. that this like fits squarely in the wheelhouse of games older than me for Torchwick. We should make him I play this. I think it does, yeah. We should make him play does. this. Mm. Although, you know, I kind of feel like we should make him play the original, but... Yes. Uh, I, I'd be I'd be happy along, with this, along with the original Wolfenstein. Oh, Wolfenstein! Shit! Yeah, I got the original, I got I Wolfenstein that. on a three and a half inch floppy disk yes. from a shareware yep. bin at a Radio Shack. Nice. There's a sentence that just screams, yeah. "I'm old." <laughs> right. <laughs> like everything about that sentence just screams, <laughs> "I'm old." And I, I took I it just... home and put it into my compact computer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just remember my cousins and I get, uh, getting up to Hitler. We ran out of all our ammo and was hiding around corners, stabbing him in the back with a knife. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that's one way to do it. That's one way to do it. Caesar, basically. Yeah. Because that's all we had. Times. More yep. news from QuakeCon, anyway. Jason. Something is getting re-released as well for I don't know how many times. What is it? You don't even want to say it, do you? Well, hang on, let me see. <laughs> if I look at if I look at Steam charts, it's been re-released in everything. 
There are like uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 results for Skyrim. <laughs> Some of which are like the creation kit or whatever, but still. I, that's only I, I on bet, Steam. I bet they made a version for my Epson printer over there that can run on the low screen. You know, the thing is, though, I haven't. I, I haven't bought any Skyrim since the original. So it's like, I'll, I keep saying I should get a new one. I should get like, you know, the special edition or whatever. But now I'm thinking to myself, I could, but I could just wait five more years so they put another one out. Yeah, right. definitely. The 15th year yeah. anniversary yeah, edition. This is, 20th year edition. Yeah, this one's, I, I, I don't know. This, this one's odd to me. The fifth entry, Skyrim, uh, now being re-relaunched, uh, relaunched again in a 10th anniversary uh, kit. Yeah. Dropping November 11th later this year. I. Who is this for? <laughs> it's for me. Who hasn't bought all the other other crap yet? <laughs> People keep buying it. That's who it's for. Somehow. I I got one at a used game shop a while back from a PS4. I mean, I understand why people enjoy the game, but I oh, put no it doubt. in, and yeah. I, I, I couldn't do it. The, the, the graphics just did not hold up. <laughs> there is, uh, Jason, if you want to uh, buy it at some point, uh, I would actually recommend getting this. I absolutely love this kit. It's the Elder Scrolls Anthology. Mm. And it contains oh, the three, Elder four, Scrolls five, yeah. Arena, Elder Scrolls Two: Daggerfall, Three: Morrowind, Four: Oblivion, and Five: Skyrim. I, I actually played Arena and Daggerfall when they made them available for free, and I tried getting into them, and I, they were just too—they were two games older than me-ish for that. Yeah, uh, it does include yeah. a bunch of the DLC too: Tribunal, Blood Moon, Knights of the Nine, yeah. Shivering Isles, Dawnguard, Hearthfire, Dragonborn, and a map for each of the games. Too. I, pl I played some of the DLC for. For Morrowind and Oblivion, but never, Oblivion never was the one that I sunk the most time into, uh, and See, that I'm was back guy. on the Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> back on the Xbox because I didn't have a gaming PC that could run it at the time. I don't know. I mean, if you want a new Skyrim, there you go. You're getting another one. I also did watch uh, some speed running yesterday in Elder Scrolls Online uh, at QuakeCon. There was a four-person, two teams of four. Uh, speed run of a hard mode DLC dungeon by an, a North American team and an EU team where they had to clear out all the monsters, all the bosses, including the optional boss uh, and who got there first. And they gave away some of those uh, hero chairs, the, the Elder Scrolls hero chairs, which I think are gorgeous. I think that's an absolutely gorgeous gaming PC chair and I kind of need a new one. So that might be it. <laughs> Uh, literally, my razor chair is like now all cracked on the bottom and everything. But um, or DX Racing, not Razor. Um, EU won. EU won. So, hmm. congrats. It was impressive. It was impressive. Something that normally takes like half an hour, forty minutes for four people that know what they're doing, that aren't just trying to figure out for the first time, but know what they're doing in a little bit. They did in a little under thirteen minutes. That's impressive. Yeah, and I got my companion and a loot box for watching, so, yay. Cool. Congrats. You got a loot box. I did. <laughs> yeah. I did. Uh, okay, this one bothered me, actually, this week, gentlemen. Yeah. If you search the internet, Cyberpunk was getting dunked on hard this week. Mm. Okay, they got an update this week, by the way. Uh, they got a patch. 
uh, puts the first free DLC in the game and, and does a lot of other fixes. So if you're mm-hmm. if you're a cyberpunk person, then I guess you you know you may be happy that the work keeps going and keeps getting better and better and better and hopefully you know it'll be a game someday. Um, but it was getting dunked on left and right with some really just nasty headlines. Um, cyberpunk. There we go. That uh, you can get Cyberpunk 2077 for your Xbox or PS5 for $10. Cyberpunk 2077 for consoles is just $10 at Best Buy. Uh, A lot of these headlines really made it seem like, hey, we're getting rid of it and it's discounted. It was like a two-day sale, people. Like Best Buy oh, put, was it? Yeah, it was. It's thir- It's forty dollars again now. Ah. Yeah. So yeah. Actually, only forty. I thought it would still be sixty. No, nah, <laughs> it's forty. It's forty. So, all right, Jason's gonna dunk on it a little bit too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the hugest game of the year, and it's only eight months later. Even for just a couple of days, it's only ten dollars. Like, I don't need I, to dunk I mean, anymore. That that says enough. Uh, it's just Best I mean, Buy ten- putting it. It was only. It wasn't like it went. You know, on sale nationwide. Was base, Best Buy ran like one of their forty-eight hour special sale price things, and and then they stopped. It was one retailer right. for a couple of days. It wasn't like Fallout seventy six, right? Right. right. For four oh, weeks. Yeah, let's compare it to that. <laughs> Fallout, yeah, the, hey man, Fallout seventy six came out, and then like three or four weeks later on Black Friday, it was like ten dollars mm-hmm. everywhere, every or ten twenty dollars something like that. It yep. was it was bel- more than a fifty percent discount within yeah. a month everywhere. Yeah. Like I said, the same thing happened with Mass Effect Andromeda and those those two games are part of the reason why I will not buy pre pre uh I will not pre order a game. I, I I I will wait till it comes out to see how it does first. Didn't you pre order Mass Effect Legendary Edition? That's different. <laughs> <laughs> wait wait, how's it different? <laughs> Actually no I didn't I didn't pre order Mass Effect oh, okay. Legendary Edition. I waited till it came out. <laughs> but yeah, it's that's different. Because it, <laughs> I pre I pre ordered Andromeda. That's and different. I, I already played those games. They're just making them prettier. <laughs> I know what I'm getting. I know what I'm getting. <laughs> but I pre ordered 76, and I pre ordered Andromeda, and you know, a couple weeks later, they're half the price that I paid for them. It's it's a little disconcerting. Yeah. No. I mean, the game deserves dunked on uh, status, but I just didn't think it deserved dunked on for this. It was one retailer offering a couple of days right. price break on it. Uh, that's hardly full, hey, the, games in, full, the game's on a fire sale everywhere. Not the full <laughs> Michael Jordan three-second hang time dunk, but at least a little bit of a little backward. <laughs> a little backwards dunk. grab it's, the rim. It's a layup. It's a layup. Yeah, it's a layup, yeah. There I like go. that Jason like did the... He was hanging from an imaginary rim in his house. He's right. my legs right now. I've got, I've got totally got the Air Jordan pose here with the legs <laughs> wide open. Yeah. Looks exactly the same. Looks exactly. You taught him oh, yeah, everything yeah, he knows. Yeah. Totally. Everything he knows. I, I could be like Mike. Indeed. Mike says if I could be like Jason, but you know. I do. I do. Not you, Mike. The oh, other the Mike. other Mike, the Michael Jordan, Jordan. one. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Hey, uh, seniors in gaming, and I'm not yeah? talking what about, about us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, some interesting stuff on this front. So in uh, a little earlier this year, there was a study being done uh, for adults aged 45 to 75. And what they were doing was just taking a look at v- 
video gaming and how it can impact cognitive, your cognitive control network and, and things like that. And whether it could reduce depression symptoms, things like that. Mm -hmm. Now, they want to take this a step further. Uh, kind of the same study, but they want to make the age group more into the senior bracket. So instead of 45 to 75, now the researchers are looking for a panel of 66 to 75. They really want to narrow in on this senior range. And what they're trying to do is that they found participants being instructed to play video games at home for 20 to 25 minutes a day, at least five times a week for four weeks. When they did that in their previous study, they did notice changes in the brain's cognitive network that were measurable with an MRI. And uh, so they want to take this. They're saying uh, Patricia Aaron, professor of psychi uh, psychiatry and behavioral sciences at the University, University of Washington School of Medicine, says this technology-based therapy shows promising cognitive benefits across a number of patient populations. This trial will give us more insight on their potential use in adults with depression. And they do go ahead and, and cite that, you know, a lot of people are treated for depression medically and, you know, roughly a, th a quarter to a third of those don't have any benefits. So they're wondering, hey, could gaming help senior citizens in this? I've, I find this type of stuff fascinating. Obviously, there's been studies for years, Jason, uh, talking about how it just it improves hand-eye coordination. Depending on certain games, it can improve lateral thinking and things like that, uh, response times. So it's not that you know we haven't seen that there's a benefit, various benefits in gaming uh, to various degrees in certain demographics, but this one really narrowing in senior citizens and depression. I just find it fascinating. You know, it used to be you'd have the senior citizens or whatever in their, their home or whatever, and you'd get volunteers to go visit them and spend time with them and hang out. Now they just, even that's online now. Now they're just playing online <laughs> video games, and you don't even need the people to come to you. It's the point anymore. Get wrecked, noob. Yeah. Get wrecked, noob. I, I, I thought video games cause violence, though. Isn't that what the Oh, the no, whole... see, that's the, that's the fun <laughs> one. That's the claim that doesn't have any stuff behind it uh, that shows it's a valid claim. When you prove, when you start claiming these good things, ironically, there happen to be studies that right. bear that those claims out. Uh, yeah, um, much like you, Mike, I, I do I do find it very fascinating. And yeah, the the idea that um, you you give these older people who aren't mentally working, you know, they're not they're not working a job anymore, which they've been doing for ages. They're not engaging with the people they did previously in their lives because they're now stuck in a home or whatever or they're homebound because they don't get out as much and you give them a video game some kind of interaction where they have to think where their brain has to work and their hand-eye coordination has to work together that's definitely got to improve their quality of life and get them you know get the 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 the, the mental facility faculties you know working and getting going again so it's I mean, it's got to be good for them We'll see. You know, I'm definitely going to yeah. watch this study. I love stuff like mm -hmm. this. Uh, and, and Jason, who is this? Is, this is like a picture of all your relatives. Uh, I don't know. Who is this? This, this is actually, uh, that, that's actually me from the future there. Speaking of seniors I'm, I'm that game, who, who is this? The Silver Snipers. Yeah, they're a, uh, an esports team, sort of, but it's run by uh, Lenovo, the, the manufacturer. Okay, and, so they're uh, sp uh, sponsored esports? 
they're sponsored, yeah. And I I know you got this because I linked it to you in, in chat in, in our yeah. oh, yeah. Freddy Shark Radio chat. I don't think I linked to the Reddit thread though, did I? No, you didn't. Original not. thread where I heard about it. No. So yeah, one of the people asked. And first of all, they're all their ages like like sixty five and up, like sixty five to eighty two or something like that is what they're all all their ages are. They have other videos of them like actually playing and so forth. Someone says he looked up one of them and said, basically, no, they're not good. <laughs> someone, wow. else, someone else is not gonna lie they're a lot worse than i was expecting looking the wrong way not understanding sound cues not communicating etc so, so you and i can pr so. stunt is is that what yeah. it is basically if, it, the next person says they were formed as part of a commercial campaign so basically they're paid to play and played to play and where put together as a team by a pr firm so you know, but you see, the great thing about this, it means in like 20 or 30 years, we just need to do this. Yeah, right. we, we kind of talked about that behind the scenes there because like, okay, maybe this is a PR stunt and, and whatever. So set it aside. But like as the demographic of people our age, we're kind of like the first, maybe the second generation that's that's done digital esports of some type. And then obviously our kids uh, behind us. As, as we age, like, I don't see me growing out of gaming at this point, yeah. whether it's competitive it's or casual. I'm 40 at this point. <laughs> we're, we're if the I haven't grown out of it now. <laughs> you know, because, you know, Pac-Man and Space Invaders, that sort of stuff, that came about just as we were kids or just as we were right. getting into that, that time. So we've had video games our whole life. Yeah. Right. So the, it's, the, it's, uh... like, it's like I talk to some people now. If I talk to someone like one of my nephews, he doesn't know a time before there were like cell phones and YouTube. Mm-hmm. Justin right. saying so. esports halls will replace bingo halls, and you know what? I can, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I don't totally. want to go play bingo you know? when I'm seventy, but I do. I I do want to go to a Final Fantasy TCG tournament. I do want to, you know, play some more Rocket League or whatever it's called at that time. Like I'm not going to grow out of this. I think it'd be cool if like we start seeing, you know, esports done in maybe like age groups. Right. Because obviously yeah. there is that whole thing that as you get older, your reaction times just generally decrease on, on everything, video games included. Uh, so, right. yeah, I don't want the silver snipers going against, you know, the latest 16 year old team from Korea. They're going to get slaughtered. But you know, if I, I don't know, would you watch <laughs> though? Like, I, would, I don't know if I'd watch it yet, but when I'm 70, I'd probably watch other 70 yeah. year olds in a competitive league. I don't know how much I'd watch it, but I know what, you know, that sort of thing could exist. Like they have races for, you know, the over 80 crowd or whatever, you know, guys who can still run a marathon. It takes them like four and a half hours, but they still manage it or something like that. So, yeah, I mean, that sort of stuff exists in regular sports. So why shouldn't it for esports? I think it's just going to naturally happen. Yeah. It, it, as a lot of those 20, as, 21 year olds get yeah. to be 40, 50 or whatever as it goes it, on. It, yeah. It's also going to be a matter of, once again, like you, you guys are saying, um, the people that grew up with it as they age, even if they do get slower a little bit at with age, they've still grown up with it. So their skills are going to be at a higher level and they're going to know more things about how to work together as a team and all that stuff. That's maybe well, yeah, some of the younger competitors obvious, don't. Yeah, there's the certain element of experience can compensate right. for your physical to capabilities a extent, to a certain extent. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but so, so, you know, today for today, with the Silver Age snipers, yeah, they may be a publicity stunt or whatever, but I, like you guys said, in the future, I can see it being a thing and a group like that actually being really good. Jason, yeah, what are you smirking you know, at? I just saw what their names were. Oh, you didn't go look on the site to see their names yet? 
Yeah. Windy, <laughs> Crazy Boomer, Big Bang, Trigger Finger, and my favorite, Teen, Teen Slayer. Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Teen Slayer. That, that's I, great. Yeah. I mean, it may be, yeah, it may be a stunt today, but I could totally see being yeah. part of a team <laughs> like that when I'm like 80. I totally would do it. I to- I'm like 100% mm-hmm. would do it. All right, let's finish up with some WTF news of the week. Just to let you all know, uh, Soldier Boy uh, does not own Atari. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting to look up. That that really was. I don't get this. I, I don't get it at all. So some so, of you so, may remember yeah. that over the last year, he has multiple times been developing a console that he was going to sell, and then he got a bunch of cease and desists. So then he did it again, claiming it was all new, but you know it just kind of looked like it was made out of parts of an Xbox and a PlayStation because well, it was. The, the PS2 was. controller was sitting on top of it kind of gave some sh- stuff away there. Yeah. I am as aware of all this as I was aware of. Wild. You didn't know about all that? Uh, see, no. I had seen it right. just from Twitter. Same. But uh, So apparently what led to this is that on a new video, Soldier Boy can be heard claiming that Atari was wowed by the success of his bootleg systems. And upon seeing his line flourishing, they offered him the company for $140 million. $140 million. Not So billion, he's putting billion. his numbers on this claim, which is interesting. And Atari, uh, yeah, after his claims of being the first rapper to own a video game company, Atari sent out a message saying, we know that the we know that CEO of Atari is a dream job, but that honor belongs to Wade Rosen. You know, so, he- yeah. He uh, might uh, just legitimately need help. <laughs> he does not I, live I, in the I world of reality. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what world he's living in. Um, like like you, Jason, I, I didn't know anything about this until I saw it on the show notes. And then, much like you would one of your other subjects, I went digging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went digging. I did Google searches and tried to figure out what the heck he's been doing and how this is coming about. And seeing, you know, what his first console looked like and then you know the fact that it ran well his first uh, console looked like a ps vita and he, yeah, he like was going to get vita himself and, sued real quick well not, not only that but it it came with roms and rom software already installed yeah which yeah that's that gets you c and d right off the bat right there because <laughs> you're selling roms and rom software then there was one that looked like a game boy advance um, there was one that looks like a modified Game Boy. Yeah. I, and all, all of these are essentially uh, bootleg gaming consoles that are sold in China. From what I could find out, that he, he basically went and, you know, snagged a couple off the table or whatever, paid the dude in China and decided, this is my new console. I'm going to produce a bunch of this. Just wanted to let and you then, know, Soldier does not own Atari. Right. <laughs> maybe, maybe he should take over development of the old box. Just like, like if you <laughs> that old box snail games. Uh, just like Jason, it. that's not how business works. Like they're not like, hey Jason, Again. those headsets you're making, you're killing it with those headsets. We love the success of your headsets. We would like to sell you our company. No, that is no. not the way 
No, that that's not how it works at all. It's 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 like the other way around. <laughs> exactly. You know? Jason, your headsets are killing it. We'd love to buy you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, and then we're gonna undercut you. <laughs> Uh, if you missed it, we covered it on MMOBomb.com. Go uh, take a look at it. Uh, the team at Fortnite put in a new mode that mm. looked a little sus. Looked a little <laughs> sus. Just, just, just a little bit. Yeah, you have to go ahead and uh, find the imposter mm. while a group of you does other tasks. And tasks. Jason, the Among Us team kind of noticed. Why would they? I don't get it. What's what's? They're saying, "Hey, why? uh, this this looks a little similar." No, it would have been no. nice to do a collaboration if we could have. <laughs> That's what someone said. One of their community yeah. media managers, I guess. But no, Fortnite doesn't collaborate. Fortnite just does. No, yeah. <laughs> Ask Apple. <laughs> <laughs> Ask everybody's tried to sue them for taking their dances. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah, just. Weird. Uh, so we've got Gary Porter, uh, community comments from Gary Porter, com comments from community director Victoria Tran, who said that it would have been really nice to do a cool collab. Uh, programmer Gary Porter said, I haven't been tweeting much recently because I've been working so hard on upcoming content for Among Us, so it feels weird to be compelled to tweet again because of stuff like this. It's okay, though. They flipped electrical in Medbay and connected security to the cafeteria, showing some similarities between some of the Among Us maps and uh, and some of the uh, Fortnite imposter modes. Jason kind of feels like that nah, one might be a little bit of a stretch. It's just really a map with some rooms. Yeah. Uh, you know, how unique can it be? Uh, Innersloth co-founder Marcus Puff uh, Bromander chimed in. We didn't patent the Among Us mechanics. I don't think that leads to a healthy game industry. Is it really that hard to put 10% more effort into putting your own spin on it, though? Kind of just saying, look, we can't stop you from taking this, but could, could you take it and at least do something unique with it? <laughs> and I'm not surprised at all. I am not surprised uh, at all. Nope. At least not it doesn't take Fortnite. advantage of kids, though, Jason. Yeah. Well, to the ad, to the degree that our last topic does. Well, yeah. yeah. Roblox is a little shady, maybe. Also a little sus. In, is, uh, and also available on MMOBomb.com for you to read all of this. Jason wrote some yeah. wonderful pieces on this stuff. Although, of course, the credit has to go to Quentin Smith of People Make Games. He's the guy who did a YouTube video on this that a lot of people are noticing. Uh, did a very large expose on how Roblox... Makes its money and basically gives virtual pennies of it back to its creators. Wait a minute! I've seen kids. the ads on Google. I can oh, yeah. make tons of money. Yeah, yeah. You like like the two or three people can out of the twenty million games that are on there. But yeah, it's like it's like buying a loot box but with worse odds. Ooh, wow. But yeah, uh, basically, content creators they get paid in Robux, which they can own. Which you know, if you want to buy Robux from the company, you have to you know pay. A thousand dollars, you get like a thousand Robux or something, or not not a thousand. You pay a thousand dollars, you'll get you'll get Robux. No, I thought, what is it? A hundred thousand Robux for a thousand dollars. Now, if you want to cash out a hundred thousand Robux, how much do you think it's going to be worth? Well, I, I would assume it'd be worth a thousand dollars. It's a, a currency conversion is a currency conversion, Jason. No, no, it's worth tree fifty. 
Free fifty, really? Free fifty, three hundred fifty dollars wow. if you can. If you, because of course when you make a game and people will pay robux, robux to you, you'll get those robux in your account. So how much money do you make if you cash out a hundred thousand robux? You get three hundred fifty dollars. That on wow. top of the fact that they actually say they take about a seventy-five percent cut just in general, just like how you know Steam takes their thirty percent cut, Epic takes their twelve percent, Roblox takes a seventy-five percent cut. And then when you actually want to cash out, like I said, you only get 35% of what you get. So, yeah, it's... That's messed up. It's icky. Not and to it mention can, it that them on all the different layers and so forth. So yeah, not to mention that them going so. public with an absurd uh, valuation and now recording losses on a bunch of yeah, quarters they don't so make they money. don't have to pay they out their stakeholders money, or their shareholders. Yeah. yeah, I think now that they're public, this is just going to get worse and worse for them very quickly. I think this was able to be squelched when they weren't publicly offered. So I, I kind of view it, Jason, as a, a self-inflicted greed wound. Almost. Yeah, we, we talk about you talk about the department of the DFEH looking at Blizzard and looking at uh, uh, Riot. Someone's going to look at this now. Oh, I yeah. guarantee. Yeah, they're I, I have a feeling at... they'll be the acronym SEC. S-E-C. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, let's head over and do Games of the Week. <laughs> this is the part of the show right at the tail end where we, all three hosts, make our Game of the Week recommendation. Can be a game we're playing, something we've played before, something we just love and want to bring your attention to. And then you tell us in the comments below on YouTube or readycheckradio.com. Who gave the best recommendation this week? Gentlemen, I'm going to go first this week. Uh, I'm... Uh, is my house on fire? What? Wrap up the show There is thing. smoke all throughout my office here, gentlemen. I'm sorry. Oh, my. <coughs> um, yeah. So I'm going to recommend 12 minutes. I did go ahead and buy it. <laughs> And played yep. it. I. <laughs> Can you see um, this? No, I can't. No. No. I did go ahead and buy it. I've played it. Big Boy Glitch can see it. I've played it for about three hours, uh, maybe a little under four. So it was $25. And Jason, I know one of the things you were worried about with this while you were maybe somewhat interested in it was the value proposition on how much does this cost and how, how much playtime will you actually get out of it. I can't tell you a lot about the game. It just simply can't do it without spoiling things. If you are even remotely interested in 12 minutes, do not watch even a review of it. Don't watch a review. Don't read somebody's thoughts. Don't Google anything. Just if you're interested, go ahead and play it. Yeah. And then if you uh, just, yeah, keep your keep your palate clean on this one. Okay. Um, I did actually, I opened up a review and in the first paragraph it said basically the same thing. Like it's going to be hard to review this without yeah. spoiling it. So I just kind of skipped it. Yeah. So I'm not going to spoil anything here besides to tell you the setup, which you already know. You're, mm -hmm. the, you're a male character. You come home from work. Your wife is there greeting you with a dessert. A few minutes later, a cop shows up, handcuffs yeah. both of you, and accuses the wife of murdering her father eight years ago. 
And then all of a sudden you find yourself standing in the doorway again 12 minutes ago to start this whole sequence of events all over. And there you yep. go. You got to keep... I feel like you just gave me a little bit of a spoiler, though, when you described it, but I'll, <laughs> I'll stay off of that. Like, I, no. I think I got something. No, no I think I got that, something. That's what, we'll see. We'll that's see. That's what the trailer said. Yeah, I yeah, mean, this is said, literally their, yeah. their game description on their page. Yeah. Uh, uh, you inserted a word there, I think. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And, uh, yeah, I am having a blast with it. Now, I will say there are 12 Steam achievements. I have gotten three of them already. And after I did enough to roll the credits once... I looked up how many endings it had. I just wanted to know the number really? of endings it had to see if there were multiple. And yes, there are. That's not a spoiler or a surprise, I'm sure, yeah. for a game yeah, like this. I saw that. Yeah. I read that. Uh, there are two that trigger the credits, so I've already received one of them. I am going to go and try other things to get the other achievements and get the other endings and things like that. Um, I've played for four hours, Jason. I've enjoyed it. I am going to play it some more. So I would say what? I can probably get six to 12 hours out of this, depending on how long it's going to take me to figure out some of the alternate achievements, because they're not all tied to an ending. There's just other achievements. Uh, I'm more concerned about getting all the endings than the achievements. I'll probably stop once I have all the endings. Saying that I can get, let's say, 10 hours out of it, 25 bucks, it's interesting enough. I will put a, I don't feel like I was cheated for the cost. Um, it is interesting. There should be some type of trigger warning on this though. There are some things that happen in the game that maybe should be warned in some way, but it's, it's like, how do you warn it without spoiling things? I, I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm going to recommend it though. I'm enjoying it and I will play it some more. Go ahead, Jason. Uh, I'm going to give my game of the week to Lake, which is an upcoming game. It's an indie title, uh, which is a nice little. Uh, you're, you're playing. You're going to play as a mail carrier in like the 1980s, and you just kind of you have you're visiting your hometown, and you're going to go through the quiet hometown life, and you have like two weeks there recovering for your father, and you just do and meet people and deliver mail and do stuff. So it looks like a really nice little game to try out, and it releases in about two weeks, so I might check that one out instead. Yod. So we got game coming out, game out. I'm going to go further back in time because we were talking about ROMs and stuff like that earlier. And I started thinking about Super R-Type. So oh, I'm going to wow. go with that one. That's a great game, not, man. Yeah, not very deep. Just a bunch yeah, of shooting. Going back. Spaceship battle. Yeah. Going back. There you go. Let us know which one of the three made the best recommendation in the comments below. We will not have an episode of Gaming Gumbo next Saturday. So no Relic Grind on Thursday, no Gaming Gumbo on Saturday. I'll be streaming on Monday, and I don't know about Wednesday. It depends on, on like my mood <laughs> going in for surgery on Thursday. Uh, so we'll see. But everybody else will still be streaming as normal. It's just the shows won't go up on Thursday and Saturday. We will see you for the shows the following Thursday and Saturday. So, gentlemen, you get next week off. Enjoy it. Uh, hang out. Play some games. But until we do join you in a couple of weeks, Yod, where can everybody find you? Uh, Yod Artworks on Twitter. Yod Artworks on Facebook. And right here on Gaming Gumbo. Jason. 
Find me on Twitter at Winter Informal, streaming at twitch.tv slash Jason Winter. I'm Mike Byrne. Follow me right there at MagicMan1, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O, and we'll tweet at you every time we go live with a show or one of our streamers wants you to come hang out while they play a game. Stay safe. See you on the servers. Oh, oh, oh.